You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Creative Foundations, employing individuals with disabilities. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. In a world full of internet podcasts about geek stuff, we are the podcast that you need and deserve. This is the Nerd Overload. I am Josh. Or Batman. Justice. (laughs) I'm Sam. I'm Cody. Hey, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you. You know what I'm about to say. Let's get into some stuff we've been checking out first. Woo! That sounded great. I know, right? (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I'm like a broken Wally. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, I can can burn through mine super, super quick. I only have a couple. Um, I picked up the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic. The first issue came out last week. And read through that. It's like it's the issue number one, but it's their second issue. Because there, there was the issue they had zero. A, issue zero, which is integral to the story of issue one. So I don't know why they didn't yeah, just that's make dumb. That one. That's, that's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, the comic's really good. It's written by uh, a guy named Kyle Higgins. He's done. He wrote for um, uh, uh, Nightwing and a couple other DC books. And uh, the story takes place immediately following the Green with Eagle, Evil saga. Okay. Huh. So Tommy has just joined the team, and he's seeing. Uh, hallucinations of Rita, like taunting him. Yeah, taunting him, and it's basically it's a manifestation of his self doubt ah. in a form of Rita. It reads like the old '90s show, but it is drawn like it's modern updated. So they all have cell phones, and they don't, you know, there's not nearly as many like uh, sleeveless, yeah, sleeveless <laughs> shirts and, and bibs. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's really good. I it had a couple backups. One of them was a Bulk and Skull backup, which I hope they keep going. <laughs> Because it's like they want to become Power Rangers and they're just to pick up chicks or something, <laughs> something like that. It's it's funny. You could do like Vulcan skull backups that are more or less spy versus spy kind of. Like kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, slapsticky. Well, well, if they go long, if the series goes long enough, they can get into Vulcan Skull's time in on the police force because that was a thing <laughs> that happened on the show in season three. They were junior oh, detectives. I, I remember that with Lieutenant Stone. Yeah, <laughs> Lieutenant Lance the Rock Stone. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but no, the comic's really good. I would say check it out. It's, um, it's Boom Studios. You can probably find it because Boom has a tendency to put out a million variant copies of all of their books. Like I think this one has like seven <laughs> variants. Lord. And uh, in a month or two, they're going to start up a miniseries uh, called Power Rangers Pink, which is about um, after Kimberly leaves the team and is gone for like six months and has to put to, uh, is contacted by Zordon to go on one last mission and has to get a team of like replacement rangers for this one time kind of deal that actually sounds pretty cool yeah it sounds really <laughs> rad like and I'm, power rangers west yeah kind of <laughs> the wild west <laughs> rangers where they had the uh oh no you're talking about like avengers, avengers yeah. west coast avengers yeah west coast power rangers <laughs> yeah <laughs> the great lakes power rangers there we go <laughs> perfect uh but no check it out it's really good the other thing uh was i for whatever reason i got a wild hair and uh decided to look up old cartoons and uh, I settled on one that came out in 1996 called Disney's Mighty Ducks, which uh, it's a hockey-themed anthropomorphic Ninja duck Turtles. super team <laughs> of aliens, kind of. You would think it would just be an animated version of the films. Yeah, you would think that. No, it's better. But no, it's... <laughs> it's better. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> their, their main antagonists are freaking like dinosaur people. They are di- space dinosaurs led by Tim Curry. Yep. By uh, named uh, Lord Dragonus, and it's spelled pretty 
troublingly. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to look up how it's spelled. I'm, I'm taking great care to call him Dragonus. But there is an A in there. Very unfortunate A. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like that Power Rangers uh, Titanus. <laughs> yes, Titanus. Yes. Yes. Um, the most unfortunately named thing of all time. <laughs> and then he fell into a, a giant sinkhole. Yeah. But no, this uh, this show has a really interesting voice cast. Like uh, Ian Zering, uh, who is most recently known for Sharknado. Like the lead in Sharknado. Yeah. Finn. <laughs> yeah. He is, he is the leader of the team. And um, Jim Belushi uh, is the is like the manager of the hockey team. Oh, yeah. They also play for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. I really liked the cartoon growing up. And I watched it recently, like a few months ago. And I, and I still kind of dig it. I mean, it's very high concept. It's There's a, there's a bit of uh, a leap you have to take because, you know, they have the... Uh, a, a team of alien ducks playing hockey, and there also just happens to be a team of alien ducks that are superheroes, but the detective can't put the two and two together <laughs> to decide that they're the same team. I don't know. I don't know that golden hockey mask leader thing is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. It's weird. Uh, did When you rewatched it, did you watch the first two episodes? Yeah. Okay. Did the uh, former leader look like a duck version of Cable from X-Men? Oh, the one dude's brother? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of a little bit, yeah. Yeah, he had, the, like, the huge shoulder pads and, like, the bandolier and all that stuff. It was very 90s. Yes, very, very 90s. Yeah, but it came out about that time when there were, like, all kinds of, like, Ninja Turtle-esque team shows out. Yeah. yeah this... Cowboys of Mumesa. Yeah, this like was... Like Mice from Mars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This was uh, Darkwing Duck. And the movies, the Mighty Ducks, were popular, so they wanted to trade on the name a little bit. The triangulation of all these things. Yeah, I did because of that cartoon. I did own a Mighty Ducks hockey hat. Nice that I wore all the time. Nice, but no, I mean it's of '90s cartoons. It's actually not that bad. There are way worse. There are way worse. I will. <laughs> you can do worse mm-hmm. than the Mighty Ducks. I'll agree with that. But the team is very weird. Brad Garrett was a voice on there. You know, Raymond's brother. Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. I'm a duck that plays hockey. <laughs> but no, interesting, interesting show. Just if you could find it, watch an episode. I wouldn't say watch more than one episode, but watch an episode. <laughs> an episode. You'll pretty much get it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when I watched Extreme Ghostbusters the other day. Yeah, just you just yeah. need one or two. Yeah, I that's... watched the, yeah, the two, because the first ones are a two-parter. I'm like, okay, I yeah. get this, yeah. Yeah. This is a show. Yeah, I, I understand it. I own the whole first season of Street or the whole series of Street Sharks. Nice. nice. <laughs> Street Sharks is hilarious, though. It's also hilariously bad. Oh man, yeah. Vin Diesel loved Street Sharks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that video was great. Yeah, look up that clip. It's, what is it from? Like a toy. It's like fair? a toy show. Yeah, it's like a toy yeah. fair where Vin Diesel, before he became like a full-on actor, he was just doing like spokesman work for the street sharks toys. And he was going around talking about, Oh man, these are the best toys. Look at, look at them ripping up the streets and stuff. And shark. <laughs> and shark. <laughs> he sounds genuinely excited. Oh, about sure. Street shark. Oh yeah. Well, he's a huge nerd. I mean, yeah. his, he loves D and D. Yeah. His, he doesn't, he have his, his D and D character tattooed on him somewhere or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've read. The and Riddick movies are basically his. Yeah. His D and D campaign that he wrote. Yeah. And then, um, and actually that, that last witch hunter movie he did. 
was kind of slightly based off some of his D and D stuff. That's see, that's cool. And I heard he's actually going to be continuing with his D and D with Vin D and D with Vin Diesel or whatever. The YouTube D- series, yeah, yeah. D and D and Diesel, yeah, something like that. Yeah, is what it, it should be called. No, it, 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 it isn't. It is called something like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did it for like the Nerdist or something for yeah. like a cross promotion for the movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, it was so popular they're actually going to like keep doing it. That's cool. Well, there's a podcast, uh, Nerd Poker, that was done by Earwolf. It's a Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan and a bunch of other uh, stand-up comedians, and they had a uh, long-standing campaign to try to get Vin Diesel to come on their show and sit down and play a game with them. I don't know. I kind of dropped off that show because it, it yeah. With the, with those com- those particular comedians, every show kind of ended up being about the same thing. <laughs> so uh, uh, I kind of dropped them, but I kind of hope no they... It's no Adventure Zone. Yeah, it's no... Exactly. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to see Vin Diesel on the Adventure Zone. That would be that awesome. That would be the best. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, his character interacting with Taco the Wizard. <laughs> oh, man. I love the Adventure Zone. That's such a good podcast. It is a good really podcast. I need show. to catch up on like... Two episodes into the Crystal story. Oh right? come yeah. on, it gets, bro! It gets really good. Oh my god! Speaking of uh, Adventure Zone, though, um, Polygon put up that like that uh, that video of that VR robot office game or whatever. Oh, I saw oh, that. That game looks really neat. Yeah. yeah, I was sitting there like hearing all the like little robot voices when you're throwing stuff at them and stuff. They all sound like Griffin's like buddy bot. <laughs> a little from, bit from yeah. from the adventure from the from the crystal uh whatever yeah the crystal kingdom there's yeah. been so many like vr videos coming because mm-hmm. it's gdc and like oh yeah they're going sure. nuts with a that bazillion crap right percent now. of the new games are vr yeah which i mean some of it looks really cool but most of it like you're not gonna understand it unless you've got the helmet on yeah and you know what i don't want to spend the money mm. on the helmet I don't care. Yeah, all the helmets are like ridiculously expensive. I understand why they're ridiculously expensive, but geez. But the 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 what's the Vive? Is that how you pronounce it? It's that only one's like three hundred. Really? I thought, I thought it was, was two ninety nine. No, the Vive. That yeah, I thought it was like two ninety nine. It's still too much for money. For I me. would pay that much for. I thought it was more. I thought it was like five hundred. Oh, I might be thinking of something else. I might want. We might want to look it up. Yeah. It's too current news to be spreading <laughs> false information. <laughs> well, the Oculus is like what six hundred? Oh yeah, it's oh nuts. yeah, that's crazy. But oh, I saw this one VR game I wanted to play. It's like, you guys ever play the the card game Werewolf? Yeah, oh, I've, yeah, I've they, seen they, other they people saw, play it. Yeah, I have, I have it. Yeah, it's a lot like what theirs is called is like Werewolves at Midnight or something like mm-hmm. that. And it's basically you wear the VR thing and you sit around. And you basically play the game Werewolf with people on the internet. That's cool. Now that's kind mm-hmm. of a neat. And I guess it has like weird little functions in it, like because you can like lean into like the, the person who's sitting next stay, to you. Stay on mic, there, bud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they call it like their whisper function. And if you like lean toward like someone you're sitting next to in this virtual room or whatever, mm-hmm. you can talk to them, and the other people can't hear you. Oh, nice. The HTC Vive V5. Mm-hmm. Has been revealed at seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh, we were both wrong. Which is two hundred dollars more than the Oculus Rift. Wow, Jeez. that's insane. Yeah, no way. Not in a million years. Nope, they, nope, nope. They did announce the the price for the PlayStation Four one, but maybe we can hit that in a news topic. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, uh, yeah, let's do some more check it outs. Um, I saw Zootopia. Yeah, how was the it? other day? Uh, it was really good. I mean perfectly good like almost flawless i can't think of anything really you know wrong with it i really really want to see it 
It was, and I expected it to be to, from the trailer, just be generic animal movie. It's, it's way more than that. It's got way more going on than that. Oh, good. Yeah, I was kind of worried about that one. <laughs> there, there's a great like like message about stereotypes and race relations, and like it goes into a little. It's a little deeper than you'd expect from a children's animated uh, animal furry movie. Well, it is a Disney oh, wow. movie. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Now, is it is it a Disney animated or is it a Pixar? It's Disney. It's Disney. Okay. Um, I did read somewhere that I guess like I guess the original script was supposed to be a little darker and not quite as interesting. I guess I can see that because I mean it it goes surprising places. Like seriously, really, there's a lot going on. Um, I don't I don't really want to spoil it because yeah, it does I mean, it does go somewhere you don't see it going. Okay, yeah. I mean, don't yeah, don't spoil it because it's brand new. Yeah. But yeah, I interesting. Mean, it starts off just as a, a super optimi- optimistic bunny that wants to be a cop. But she's a little tiny bunny. Yeah, and also there's never been a bunny cop before, and you know, she, through sheer force of will and kind of an affirmative affirmative action bunny thing, <laughs> she becomes a police officer and hijinks ensue. Huh. Interesting. And the the little Zootopia world they've created is so interestingly designed and like it's in different different burrows that are like different climates for different animals. Oh, and, okay. Like, it's it's kinda like they people always go on about how the world of cars is so well realized to be a car world when really it it's isn't. Not, it's just kinda yeah. thrown together without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. This world is actually well realized, I think. Cool. There's a part where she gets in a chase with a a criminal that stole something from a store, and she ends up running into Little Rodentia, which is like a, like a little burrow for rats, tiny rats and stuff. Yeah. And she's like this big <coughs> rabbit running mm-hmm. through the tiny little burrow, chasing a weasel, <laughs> and like all the tiny rats. It turns into you know Godzilla. Basically. Oh, that's awesome. It's, I mean, it's a really great movie. Like to the point where I can't think of anything inherently negative to say about it. But I also like didn't super love it either. Uh, okay, like it, it's so good, it comes off as just kind of like there. Uh, <laughs> like okay. I, I don't know yeah. how to put it, but it's like, like I didn't super love it, but also I can't think of anything inherently wrong with it. Mm. Okay, cool. You, you know what? That wasn't one that I was going to. Uh, I wasn't going to check that one out, but yeah. I think I think I might have to. Uh, yeah, I, have to I, make a I was going to pass on it too till I saw it has like a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. And like I like animated movies, so if I see one that's reviewing that good, even if it didn't inherit, it wasn't, didn't wasn't on your radar. Yeah, now it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. I, I kind of planned on trying to see it this yeah. weekend. I'm glad. I'm glad I went out to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of this game called Shard Light. It's by uh, Wadget Eye, who makes point-and-click adventure games that are a lot like the old ones back in the day. Oh, okay. And it's definitely one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do anything different, but it is set in like a post-apocalypse, mm-hmm. which is it's kind of similar to like the Hunger Games is the biggest vibe I get from it. I think they're going for Fallout, but it feels more like the Hunger Games. Oh, okay, okay, I can and, see that they're kind of so similar like, a little. So bit. it's kind of got like a dystopian future kind of thing. Yeah, and like and there's a huge class divide. There's a there's a aristocrat class and then everybody else ah, struggling to all, survive. All the dirt people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like after nuclear war and there's a disease going around called the green lung. Oh. And everybody's scrambling to get the... There's a vaccine. Okay. You got to get the vaccine. 
I mean, it's it's pretty good. I mean, they, Watch and I always does really good point and click games. If you ever get the the itch, the itch, yeah, to use inventory items on other inventory <laughs> items, any of their games will scratch that itch. That's good. Cool. But I mean, if you're specifically interested in the post-apocalypse setting, you know, this is a good one for that. Um, a lot of the puzzles seemed a little obtuse to me. I've mm-hmm. spent a lot of time just like walking back and forth between rooms trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. So, I mean, it's not the best point and click I've ever played, but, you know, it's it's good. Yeah. Check good. it out. Cool. Well, uh, aside the fact of being horribly sick, obviously. Really? I couldn't tell. I thought you were just going extra low this week. Yeah. <laughs> Getting that Barry White going. <laughs> How does that feel, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome power joke. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, something I forgot. Uh I watched Big Hero 6 for the first time. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was a fantastic movie. Yeah, I cried like a big old baby, even though I saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh-huh. old, are we allowed to spoil it? I mean, I it's think been it's, out for a while. It's been out, for, it's a, it's been out long the ago. The old John Lasseter that's killed the big nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw it coming from like literally, like the movie started. I'm like, you know what? Something's going to happen to him. Yeah. I just know it. <laughs> Things mm-hmm. aren't going to end well for good old Baymax. Yeah. He's too lovable. Yeah, but it's cool that he saved the chip, right? He saved yes. the disc, yeah. so he can he can build another one. Yeah, that, that was the thing. He's like he, he's back. I mean, he's it's it's the same Baymax. Yeah, yeah. It's just his his body's gone. Yeah, you still had that, but I still had that emotional moment. Oh sure. Did you stay past the credits? Oh yeah. Good. Of course I did. Yeah. Got to get that Stanley cameo in there. It's one of the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like I haven't seen Stanley this entire movie. I know he's in it. So I just let it roll, and I'm like, I wonder if there's something here at the end, because it's a pseudo-Marvel movie. It is, yeah. Well, if they notice, that's um, in, was it, uh, Age of Ultron, when Tony Stark's armor doesn't have um, Jarvis in it anymore, because he's trapped in Vision, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's flipping through a bunch of discs to get a new AI, and one of them is Toyo Harada, which is the older brother Oh, I didn't oh, see that. Yeah, that's I cool. didn't see that. Yeah, it's it's one of those labels. Like oh. he flips through it real quick, but yeah, one of them. I know Jocasta was one of them too. Jocasta was one, and that's actually kind of that's kind of what he ends up picking, right? Um, Friday. He picked Friday. Friday. Well, I think Friday ends up becoming Jocasta. I think or something. Something. I, I, re- I remember there was a disc li- literally labeled Jocasta. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, the the point being. That that guy. The reference is in there. Yeah, the reference is in there. So it exists in the Marvel universe. Yeah, it might be like a parallel world. Yeah, because San Francisco is France and Tokyo or whatever they call it. San Fran Tokyo. Yeah, which is an interesting world, and I get it because you know the real San Francisco does have a very high Japanese population. Mm -hmm. Um, And I understand why they had to take it outside of the main Marvel universe because the original comic it was uh, Silver Samurai and his team. They the, were Big Hero Six. The original comic, Silver was like Samurai, hot as in like the villain, as as the yeah, he was a good guy for a while and was, uh, was this contracted before he by, was a member of the Hand. No, this was after this huh. was this was after he left the Hand. He was a contracted by the uh, Japanese government to lead a team of superheroes, which were n- named after a lot of the characters in this movie in, in name only. Oh, okay, yeah. I love the characters in Big Hero Six. Dude, oh, they're the whole great. Team is fantastic. They're really oh, great. Yeah, every, everyone feels like a fleshed out like character, mm-hmm. and I really, I just really enjoyed it. And honestly, I get I after I've watched it, I'm like really angry that Frozen beat it out. Yeah, like I like Frozen. It's a decent animated movie. 
but as far as quality, Big Hero Six is like leaps and bounds better. Oh, there they, was way too many Frozen references in Zootopia. Too. Oh, there were there were. Really... There was at least three. Boy, you you would think that the writers would just let it go. <laughs> oh, that was the joke they that they made. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's okay. The cold never bothered me anyway. But this, the flu. This, this cold <laughs> is bothering you. <laughs> but anyway, but no, I really really enjoyed Big Hero Six. I'm I'm glad I just kind of just went out and just bought it. Good. Um, I think I own it too. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was like, you know what? I've never seen this movie. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I think it's worth a buy. I found it on Blu-ray, and I was like, yoink, perfect. You know, it does, it just does a lot of good things. I mean, there was like, a, you know, stuff about your know, grief and loss, and mm-hmm. just all kinds of amazing. Oh things. yeah, it gets super sad there for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It goes Pixar on you pretty bad. Sure. It really does, and it's, it just shows like how far Disney's come. Hmm. Like a, they've learned from their their little baby comp, their little you know, little baby bundle, their Pixar, mm-hmm. on how to make a feel story. Yeah. <laughs> well, John Lasseter is basically in control of everything at Disney now. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's good at what he does. Yeah. Although he has a definite formula that I think is starting to show. A yeah, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. A definitely. Which is why Pixar has been kind of having trouble lately. I think they realize. Uh huh. They've been they've been kind of floundering around trying to find something new that works. Yeah, yeah. Although Inside Out was really good, but it still wasn't the same kind of magic that like Toy Story. Right. Well, I think I think that I as much as as successful as Pixar has been, I think it's a little hard to capture capture lightning in a bottle that many times. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing they've done it as many times as they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will always go see a Pixar movie oh, every, sure. yeah, every time. Yeah, they have my money forever. <laughs> Although I didn't go see the dinosaur one because it didn't look good to me. Oh, yeah. the good dinosaur? Yeah. yeah. I've heard it's all right. I'll be honest, I wasn't uh, super impressed with Up. I liked Up. Well, I like, I like portions of Up. Like, for the most part, the story's actually kind of just kind of dry. It, yeah, the story's really generic like the first you know 12 minutes or whatever it is for that opening part oh that crushes everybody oh yeah you get it's... all the sads out in the beginning oh yeah that part is great beyond that i just didn't i didn't care for the main characters really at all and it kind of has like this really turdy like a kid needs a father to be normal message yeah that's not <clears throat> great yeah yeah and i don't know <laughs> i i want to go to a movie to enjoy and have fun i mean being smacked in the face with with Super, super sad times right off the bat. I mean, it kind of throws the whole tone of the movie out of whack a little bit for me. Yeah. But that's just me. I'm weird. No, no, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I want to go not think about sad things while I'm watching a movie. I don't want to get smacked in the face with, you know, the death of a loved one right off the bat. You know, in super realistic, you know, life problems. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, really lazy dog humor that anybody could have written. Oh, sure. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, like this that, has been Pixar chat. <laughs> <laughs> like that Secret Life of Pets movie. Eh. It looks like a bunch of lazy. Well, that's made. Humor. That's made by the Illumination people. Yeah. So, you know, it, so it's gonna be lazy. La- lazy writing. <laughs> hey, I really like Despicable Me. Uh, yeah, that's the, all right. the first one's really good. The second I, one I, really, I wasn't super th- super thrilled by, but the, the second one's one good. The second one's okay. I mean, it's not as good. Yeah. And Minions movie, I've heard. I've never heard anything good about it. I've seen a good chunk of it, and it was absolutely so middle of the road that it made me feel nothing. Well, my parents liked it. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad, and it wasn't good, and it wasn't funny, but it was there. It was just there. <laughs> yeah, it was just there, and things happen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of things that are just there, we're glad that you're here. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about some news. Woo. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Creative Foundations. The store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook.
Hey, we're back. That was uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, another one off of uh, Ninja Sex Party's Under the Covers cover album. Yeah, really good album. Yeah, because like we said, we always wanted to play songs from them. And, and now we can. And now we can, so you're going to get two. <laughs> yep. Okay, so we have a little bit of news here. Uh, let's start with uh, Indiana Jones 5. What do you guys think of that? Boo. Yeah, I, I don't want it. I just don't. Like, I don't feel angry about it. Yeah. I just am like, no, I don't I don't want it. <laughs> you are feeling exactly how I felt when they first first announced the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Three like Apathy. <laughs> yeah. Just it's gonna happen and I'm sure it's gonna be fine, but I don't Can't at the any... time I was like, I don't really I don't want it. Yeah, I just it's it, I think everything that's been that's needed to be said has been said. We don't we don't need it, but can't be any worse than Crystal Skull. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not. I'm not even leaning on how bad Crystal yeah, Skull was. Yeah, because it's this is done by Disney now, so I mean it's going to be good. Yeah, whatever they do, they're they're not going to put out a bad I'm, project. I'm just surprised Harrison Ford's doing it. Yeah, I thought he was done. Yeah, well, this might it might be another one of those you have to kill me in the third act, <laughs> or uh, maybe uh, just kind of a passing the torch kind of thing, like they attempted to do with Crystal Skull that yeah, failed horribly. Mutt Williams. Oh God. No 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 no. <sighs> Luckily, Shia LaBeouf isn't famous anymore. He's not famous anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's too busy doing his his performance art. Hey, whatever makes you happy, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, yeah, when you're already rich and you can do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. You know, dig yourself out of that hole. Yeah. So, so what? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Or there's holes. Yeah, actually, holes is a good movie. Yeah, it is. I, I like it's that a good one a book lot. too. I read that. I've book never actually, I've never kid. actually seen it. It's good. Or read it. Yeah. Uh. What era would Indiana Jones 5 be? Because it's going to be old Indy. Yeah. Well, well, let's see. The last one was what? The 50s. The 50s? Yeah. And that was almost 10 years years ago. ago. So probably the 60s. Wow. Swinging 60s. Wow. Old man Indiana Jones. Can you imagine? That doesn't sound good at all. No. No. Is he just going to be grumpy at hippies for two hours? Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Who's he going to fight this time? Uh, The... So Rush, yeah, Rush. He already fought the Russians. You're yeah. thinking of Rocky? No, I'm serious. <laughs> he fought. He fought Soviets. He only fought one Russian. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and by the end of the movie, they all cheered for him. Oh so. yeah, he yeah he uh, he single hand Rocky single handedly uh, ended the Cold War. Ended the Cold War <laughs> with his fists. <laughs> you can change, and I can change, and everybody can change. He, he tear down this wall, and then he punches right through the <laughs> wall. <laughs> he tore some hole. He tore, tore, tore some holes in that iron curtain, and then Polly's robot wheels through the hole that he's made and goes, "Great thumbs up, great job." <laughs> oh my god! Credits. Polly's juice. Hollywood. Hollywood hire us. We're gold. <laughs> well, no, it's gonna be fine. Wait, that's Rocky Adams. Three, right? It's Rocky Four. Rocky Four. So we just kind of wrote the epilogue to Rocky Four. We just kind of did. Yeah. It's the after credit scene. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know, man. I really don't want any more Indiana Jones. Like, I love the character and I love the franchise. I'm just, just let it go. Yeah. Let I mean, it be. we already have good Indiana Jones and a bad one. Two bad and even ones. The, even the, no, yeah. the second one isn't great. It's I'm not great, but not it's not a huge not fan of Doom. Yeah. I don't even like Crystal Skull is bad, but it's not even that. It's a salvageable movie. Yeah, like it's not a hot piece of garbage. It's not a Star Wars prequel. Like, no, 
So just it's got its moments though. Yeah, I mean, we got our not great reboot. Like it's done. Just let it be. Yeah. I mean, come on. Indy gets married at the end to freaking. Uh, oh, that's right. Marilyn He's married or, now. Marion Ravenwood. Yeah. Oh man, are they gonna get Karen Allen to come back? I always liked her. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Oh man. I was glad they got. I, I was glad they got her back for Crystal Skull. Yeah. They're gonna get a divorce or something. Oh sure. It's gotta be the roguish yeah. guy that Harrison Ford is. Yeah. Like, and that's lame. And then he'll get killed by his son. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, he'll get murdered in the third act, and you know someone else will take up the the mantle of By Indiana his Jones. Neo Nazi son. You're the Indiana Jones now, dog. <laughs> the ghost of the ghost of uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery yeah. comes back. Henry Jones. You're the hunter now, dog. <laughs> oh man, what if they did? What if they did like pass the torch off to like a female a Indiana Jones? Female jo- Indiana Jones. Yeah. You mean Laura Croft? Basically. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Daisy Ridley. <laughs> yes, that's a new thing we can touch on that I yeah, forgot about. Yeah, let's, let's roll right into that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Daisy Ridley's on the hot list to play Laura Croft in a new uh, Tomb Raider movie. Based yes, on please. Games. Sure, why yeah, not? I love her. Put her in all the things. That's fantastic casting. I mean, the the Laura Croft in the new games almost kind of looks like her anyway. Yeah, I really like the new Tomb Raider games. They're really, really good and they're really solid. Yeah, but. I don't like the this new like <laughs> human Laura Croft. Like <laughs> like I don't want to watch her struggle to do things and get beat up by stuff. I like the the super competent. Yeah, I like the super ridiculous Laura Croft that does everything perfect and Yeah. Uh not when I played. <laughs> <laughs> it falls off cliffs all the time. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, there's a spike trap. You've been killed by the spike trap like 10 times in a row. Yeah. I can't still forget to get past it. <laughs> but I, I like the ridiculous badass Laura Croft, not the... Well, maybe every... we'll eventually get there. I mean, the first Tomb Raider game was basically she was just fresh out of like college. Yeah, she didn't really had any venturing. But another one came out and they're still doing that. <laughs> I haven't played that one yet. <laughs> I haven't either, but from what I've seen, it looks like more of the same. Mm. Either way, Daisy Ridley... Laura Croft, it will be great. Yeah. She's a this good actress. <laughs> this is about what I think of the new games. <laughs> well, I mean, which game-wise are great. The games are great, but I yeah. I miss competent Laura Croft. Right. Almost like James Bond-esque Laura Croft, where, like, nothing touches her. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, almost superhero-esque Laura Croft. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I always liked, uh, like, that in, in the in the Tomb Raider stuff, like that uh, that quasi, like, supernatural thing you always get, like, at the end. Where you're like, like artifact, 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 possible magic. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> That's a very Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I love her, and I, you know, do more things, do more things for Daisy Ridley. You know, boost her career, put her in all my stuff. Make sure she's not stuck as a Star Wars forever. Yeah, that's really what she's got to worry about. Yeah, but getting back on this Indiana Jones, uh, I'm all right with it. Uh, let it happen. I mean, we'll Why not? S- yeah, we can't stop it. And yeah. we've known we've known it was going to be a, po- a severe possibility, like the day Disney bought Lucas. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about it, but not yeah. happy. I would rather them do, if they have to do Indiana Jones 5 or make a sequel to it, I'd rather them keep Harrison Ford in it than try to recast and go young Indy. Yeah. yeah. That would be... So, Unless I mean, it was a Lord and Miller, yeah, young eh, Indy, I watched that. Yeah, but I mean, this is 
if it has to happen, this is probably the best way for it to happen. So Yeah. I mean, I still think it's going to be a passing the torch story. Sure. Oh, it has to be. I mean, given the age of Harrison Ford now. Yeah. But, like, Indiana Jones is so <clears throat> much about him that passing a torch to another character just seems stupid. Unless he's like Indiana Jones and the Fountain of Youth, and oh. they, <laughs> by the end of the movie, roll him back and get, like, Dave Franco <laughs> in there. Oh. <laughs> like... Can you imagine? That would actually work, I think. Like they'll CG youngify him like they did for no, Jeff Bridges? No, I mean, Bridges. he walks into the, the fountain and walks back out a younger actor that looks kind of like yeah. Har- Harrison Ford. Yeah. And it then would they almost could, work. Yeah. yeah, that would be the way to, to keep the series it. alive with Indiana yeah. Jones and not have to do yeah. prequels. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's not like Star Wars where there's this vast universe of lore to draw from. Yeah. It's just adventure stories about this one dude. Yeah, and magic is very much a part of his universe. Yeah. I mean, we've seen... <laughs> the Ark. The Ark. We've seen the, the, the Grail. The Grail. We've the, seen aliens. Crystal-headed aliens. Yeah. Uh, we've seen dudes rip dudes' hearts out of their chests. Dan Aykroyd's crystal head vodka. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll still watch it. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You got to. Yeah. I mean, I might be angry now, but you know, maybe we'll get a good trailer. and Maybe I won't be so angry anymore. Well, I'll tell you what I won't be watching after seeing the trailer. Sausage Party, the new animated film by Seth Rogen uh... and his friends and his buddies yeah. oh it looks so bad it looks rough um the trailer has no jokes in it not really the joke is well the premise of the movie is anim- uh food are alive sentient sentient food they don't know that their goal is to be eaten by people by people so they all of a sudden they're taken home from the, from the grocery store thinking they're going to meet their god and then are all chopped up and Cooked and cooked, and they're screaming, and it's like super violent for it being food. It's weird. I don't like it. Yeah, like when she grabs the baby carrots and like crunch around in her mouth, and you can see inside her mouth, and she's like just crunching them up. Yeah, like the whole thing. <clears throat> apparently, Seth Rogen thought, um, "I want to take a pot shots at Pixar because nobody takes pot shots at Pixar." Yeah, it's we should say it's the, it's CG animated. Yeah, so it's it looks like I mean, a Pixar it, movie. The way it opens, like it it seems like it could be a kids movie. Yeah, no, it's not no. a kids movie. It's <laughs> no. a hard R. Yeah, oh yeah, like super hard R. Yeah, and one of those things where it excuses actual humor and replaces it with just being vulgarity. Vul- yeah, yeah, vulgar. Yeah, isn't the uh, the script up on WikiLeaks Link- or something yeah, like that? Yeah, apparently the whole script got leaked onto WikiLeaks. Yeah, didn't you have? And like... yes, I have a list of some of the some of the things that happened in the movie. Apparently, so if you wanted to see this movie, we're about you, to ruin it for yeah, you. And yeah, if you did, you're human garbage. Stop what you're doing, because right. we're about to ruin. <laughs> Spoiler the alert party for that's party yeah. going for a to. movie that's not even out yet. Yeah, so there's that looks like garbage. Sausage in bun jokes are drawn out for pages at a time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, an important character's name is Camille Toe, <laughs> which is not even a food joke. No, that's not. I'm going to skip some of these because okay. it's radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of, lot of vulgar words being used. Yeah. A lot of not, not safe for radio words being thrown around they, they liberally. They drop an F, the F-bomb at least 112 times. Wow. Which is also more pages than there are in the script. I mean, that sounds about par for the course for a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, it does. Or a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he is somehow attached to this as well. <laughs> just, be, just because that's just kind of how it sounds. It seems like one of his half half baked ideas that he had oh. during a podcast. Yeah. And he was also half baked when he came up with it. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. This just doesn't look good. Nope. Just doesn't look Why? good. Why? Apparently, he, he's been trying to get it made for 10 years. Really? Yeah, I read that the other day too. And it's like, it took you ten years because it's so bad nobody wanted to touch it. Yeah, this almost sounds look sounds kind of like that movie Food Fight, yeah. that really terrible direct video <laughs> one with Charlie Sheen as like the mascots for foods. I've never seen that. It's bad. Oh my god, it's bad, god. dude. It's oh, one of the yeah. worst. Ugh. There's a JonTron episode about it. You should just watch that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. all you really need. But real bad. It is. It's just dumbfounding that it even happened, and it, it sucks so much that. Seth Rogen probably got paid a billion dollars. Oh, he made a ton of money. Just to come up with this this concept that anybody could have farted out in two minutes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah, this is the cinematic equivalent of a fart, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I kinda wanna see um it was it came out like around Halloweenish time. It was it was a claymation movie. Oh that Helen back? Yeah. It's already on Netflix. Is it? Oh yeah. Oh, I heard it's real bad. Like, I mean, it looked bad. I'm sorry. Which one was this? I don't remember this. It's called Hell and Back, and it's where a couple of friends are like hanging out or whatever, and accidentally open a portal to to hell or something, and one of their friends gets dragged in. I think okay. it's by the robot chicken people. <coughs> okay. Stupid monkey. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, it. I know. I thought it looked kind of funny. I kind of wanted to see it. Well, It'll Netflix, probably be garbage. I mean, it's already you, boom. Yeah, there. Why You're not? not out anything. Yeah. yeah. Except time. Yeah, like that, like that Wolf Cop movie. Wolf Cop was great though. <laughs> I wanted to watch Wolf Cop. I need to watch. You need to watch Wolf, Wolf Cop. Cop. I mean, it's terrible. It's like a trauma movie, but it's great. <laughs> I love trauma movies that are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of the it's kind of the point of those. Yeah, I've been seeing uh, Trauma's really been pushing their one of their newest movies, um, the BC Butcher. It's a uh, oh yeah, I've been seeing tweets about yeah, that. Yeah, it was directed by some sixteen year old girl or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it's like, yeah, it's like a caveman serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> horror comedy serial killer movie set in caveman times. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Star- <laughs> co-starring Kato Kalin of the O.J. Simpson trial fame. <laughs> it's like that Ringo star movie, but with murder. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been saying a lot about that. That looks kind of interesting. I'm always willing to give uh, Uncle Lloyd yeah. a little bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I want him on the show. I would love to get him on the show. He would take up an hour. Yeah. We would just pretty much just have to turn the mics on and just let him go for an hour. Actually, kind of great. <laughs> and we need to get a guest that we just have sit in through the whole thing and just talk like the rest of us. That'd oh, I agree. Fun. I agree. Well, as soon as we all meet some celebrities, yeah, invite them into my home. <laughs> <laughs> That won't. That don't want like two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, at least. Anyway, yeah. that's all. That's that's a different discussion for a different. Yeah, day. That's we're a, getting a little that's inside baseball yeah, here. Yeah, it's an off mic discussion. <laughs> okay, uh, we can do this one as a quick hit, real quick. Um, Street Fighter Five. <laughs> we talked about it a few weeks ago. We're going to be talking about it here, hopefully coming up in the next couple of weeks on a little secret project we're working on. <laughs> but uh, one thing we've discussed was the story mode. It's not super great. And, it's also not super hard. Oh, it's super easy. In fact, there's a video of a guy's ba- uh, one and a half. It's like a six month old. Six baby. month old. Six months. It's like old. A, a literal baby mm-hmm. who played through and beat the story mode for a character named Birdie, just by 
mashing Slap, buttons, slapping the uh, a, a fight stick like a baby, would. like a baby would. Yeah, and I mean, fight sticks are basically like those little toy, little activities that, uh, that much, babies have. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, went through it and actually got some pretty sweet combos. <laughs> Baby is almost Evo ready. I tell you what, <laughs> baby ain't a scrub. <laughs> Watch out, Daigo. This baby coming for you. Hey, if this baby starts now, can you imagine how good this baby's gonna be? When it- <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's like a like a Tiger Woods phenom for Street Fighter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you seriously beat a fight just hitting the light jab button. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. in that one video, uh, we kind of did, but didn't turn out quite super no. great. It was, yes. a, it was a dry run. Oh, yeah, me. it was a dry run. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just it's just funny. It says a lot about how much time Capcom put into that story mode. Yeah, that a baby uh, can finish it. they really didn't. They really kind of dropped the ball on that one. Well, the game wasn't finished when they put it out. That's what the problem was. Yep. I hate that. I mean, that's like my biggest gripe with like games nowadays. Yeah, it keeps happening. I know it's frustrating. What happened to you know taking pride in the quality of your product? Well, it's because they want that the product to be evergreen, so they'll release DLC every month for the next. Yeah, couple which of is years. a trend I hate. Yeah, it's it's games as a service type. Yeah, of thing. it's it it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, it I w- don't have a problem with games as a service as long as the game is done it initially. Well, or at least there's enough content to make you feel like you got your money's worth. Well, by the end of this month, it will be. Well, yes, yes, because there is that. we're going to be getting a bunch of. Well, we're not getting the the full story mode <coughs> this time around, but we're getting another character. We're getting a, a lot of balance uh, corrections and um, a couple other modes. Uh, in fact, they actually they haven't released a trailer for it yet, but they've released uh, promo images and a description of the new character Alex, who is a third strike character. Yeah, um, looks good. Actually, looks pretty solid. His uh, his special. Um, B trigger gives a um, if you get it to wind up the whole way, it will give him one hit of invincibility. Like the next hit he takes, no matter what it is, will not do damage. Oh, that's so cool. he can't just like dash through an attack and, and go at you, which good. is cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean games game as a service can be done well. Splatoon is the best one I can. Splatoon think of. was done really but well, but also all Splatoon's DLC was free. Well, yeah. so is Street Fighters. Oh man. Well, it's free if you play enough. Everything you buy is through fight money, which you can get naturally by playing the game over and over and over in yeah. online matches, or you can pay with real money to get fight money. So if you just want to unlock everything, you can just if you don't want to wait around or you, just you don't dump want, the money in you it. don't want to get good <laughs> <laughs> scrub. Yeah. Learn those pro strats. Yeah. <laughs> Link those combos. Awesome games done quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's actually a a let's make play group that started doing uh, Twitch stuff and they're uh you know what? I actually can't say this on on air, so I'm gonna <laughs> cut that out. But it's their 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 uh their stream is called uh, Games Done Slow. <laughs> the first game they played was Mind Jack. Have you ever heard that one? No, I've heard of Mind Jack. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like you it's like you're a, a ball of energy and you jump into other people's bodies and continue your fights until your body is dead and then you jump into another body. And they played it and um accidentally got the world record completed in five hours. <laughs> Like they were supposed to be playing it slow and bad and they ended up getting the world record and beating it by like an hour. So they couldn't even do it slow. Yeah, they couldn't even play the game slow. It was kind of great. Um, leave that in, but bleep it out. Oh, it sure. Funny. Yeah, no, yeah, I will do that. I wish we would have came up with that name. Yeah, that's, really, that's a really yeah, good really name. It's really clever. Yeah. Okay, I think we have time for one or two more news 
deals real quick. Um, I can blow through this one in about a minute, and then we can get on to the. Um, there's like a, a, a oh, the game developers the game thing, conference but, yeah. awards. Yeah, but let me let me do this one real quick. Sally Field was on the Howard Stern show a week or two ago, and in discussion, started talking about the uh, Amazing Spider-Man movie because Howard Stern is a comic book guy. He loves comics, and uh, she did not care for being on that film set at all. She uh, said she did it only as a favor to one of the casting directors, who was a very good friend. Who was of a very hers. good friend of hers. Uh, said that it was a very tedious. Loves Andrew Garfield. Loves the whole cast. You know nothing bad about the cast, but the character of Aunt May, she hated with a passion. She could not find anything in the character to make it three dimensional, well, which kind of makes it's, it's Aunt May. It's yeah. Aunt, yeah. I mean, would you want to play Aunt May in a movie? Like, no, that's true. Unless I'm marrying Doctor Octopus, that'd be that. <laughs> then yeah. yes, or the Mole Man, or that time she was a Herald of Galactus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with her like <laughs> walker that she flew around space with. Or uh, if they did the the Spider Island story arc, yeah, where everyone in Manhattan got spider powers. Or when she was a twenty year old super spy. Oh wait, no, no, that was a terrible comic. No, that was a real bad one. Oh, though speaking of of characters that are getting weird things, you see they they might be doing a like an Alfred. Um, either I don't know if it's a series or or a movie or something, but it's like Alfred before he becomes the Wayne Butler. Well, I mean, there's some interesting stuff. It would be a military movie. Yeah, because that's that was his background. He was he was in the uh, uh, USO or the British version of the USO acting troupe, but was also a, a secret super spy. Yeah. for the British intelligence for MI for MI five <laughs> or MI six or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. So the I mean, one that's it not be... the one that's not Jane Fond, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that could be interesting. I eh. Alfred without any of the Batman anything Stuff. is just generic spy. It's just yeah. Named. There's so many other places they could go to make a spinoff superhero spinoff. Or if they wanted to tell that story, just take Alfred's name out of it and make it an into like an its own thing. Yeah, they did that. It was called the Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kingsman is a bad one. Bad, bad, bad movie. Anyway. I, I've heard it's good. Is it not good? Not good. Not good. I don't know. Everyone I talk to except for you likes it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it. Anyway, uh let's let's get on with the uh <laughs> the game stuff real quick. Yeah, um Game Developers Conference was last weekend. I don't know, it might still be going on. I think I it's know. still going on. It's still going on where all all game developers meet up, have their own little party. Expo. Yeah. Yeah. And they have an award show they do, the Game Developers is it Choice Awards? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Game Developers Choice Award. Uh, the overall big winner uh, was The Witcher 3, which sure. is incapable of not winning an award, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's a really great game, so, I mean, I can see why it, it got it. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm trying to think of anything else to say about The Witcher. I don't really have anything. That you haven't but, said before. Yeah. Her story picked up a bunch of awards, which is great because that game is great. Yeah, we talked about it on the uh, on the show a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, because I just recently played it. Right. Um, definitely check that out. Uh, also, Rocket League won a reward for best design, which I mean, it looks cool. It yeah. makes me want to play it. Everybody likes it except for me, but <laughs> it might be too sportsy for me. I don't ah, know. there we go. I mean, I love the way the car controls. Like the 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 rocketness of it, and it's completely like innovative and interesting. It's in a driving. league of its own. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the gameplay of chasing the ball around and and like desperately trying to hit it toward a goal and just like yeah. going 
going back and forth. So you like the driving, you don't like the soccer portion of it. (laughs) Probably the same reason you probably wouldn't care for Blast Ball from Federation Force. (laughs) Blast Ball. Undertale was nominated for uh, Best Narrative, I think. Yeah, but her story won it, which, I mean, they're both well-written games. Yeah, although I will say... um, I haven't had much of a, a reason to g- want to go back to Undertale. It's like I played it and it's and it's done, and I'm don't want to really go back to it. Oh, yeah, I mean it's an RPG, and you don't yeah. usually go back to those till after a long, a long time, time has passed. True. Plus the the fandom around it is just still real kind of toxic. I think it's just it's just kind of tiring to still hear about it. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I don't. I don't listen to fandoms anymore. I don't want to let them ruin things that I like. I try not to, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. The internet culture, yeah. 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 Oh, best visual art. Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest won it, which I've heard is really neat. Oh, it looks like a beautiful game. I was super excited when I saw the first stuff about it. I also heard it's incredibly sad. But Splatoon was nominated, and Splatoon is a great-looking game. It is a very, very cool-looking yeah, game. Yeah, I can't say enough about how, how cool Splatoon looks. Sure. Um, other than design, remember that, um, best debut, uh, Toby Fox's name is just in there. It's like a bunch of studios and then Undertale's Toby Fox. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like most about Undertale. I think it's like just some, some guy just made it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Just one dude sat there and made a game and everybody likes it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. A lot of awards. A lot of people want awards. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Woo, Game Awards. Yeah. Witcher was was overall, but that's an easy yeah. pick. Yeah. They didn't strain themselves on that one. I think <laughs> that wraps it up for this week. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com or tweet us a tweet at nerd underscore overload, either one. Yep. Then we've we've got some, you know, new stuff in the works for yeah, the website. Sure. So look out for that. Yeah, keep checking that out. I don't want to get too elaborate, but we're we're planning things. Yes. Yeah, so uh yeah. See you next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by Creative Foundations.